0: Romans 12 and 18 says, If it be possible, as much as lieth in you, live peaceably with all men. We need that scripture now more than ever in a world and a nation filled with hatred and division. Pandemic. George Floyd. It's overtaken the news. You can't help but have heard about it. The world we're living in is divided between presidential elections and political parties. So many things causing division, racism, hatred. And we need to be so careful that it's not slipping into the church and, Lord forbid, gripping the church and taking it over. And I think that a great way to combat this is by having healthy conversations Well, I'm so excited about the guest on today's episode of The Noteworthy Podcast, my dear friend, Frankie Taylor. Frankie serves on the pastoral staff at Family Worship Center in California, and he's also a well-known recording artist. You may know him from events like General Conference or North American Youth Congress, things of that nature. But Frankie is so much more than that. He's He's a man of God, and he has integrity, he has character, and he has wisdom. And he just preached a revival for us, and we were able to have some really deep, meaningful conversations. And I felt like, you know what, bro? Uh, I need to have you back for a part three. And we need to talk about these things publicly because he and I are great friends. We talk about these things all the time in person, over coffee, you know, on the phone. We do it all the time. But I felt like it was important that we have a public conversation about this. And I couldn't think of somebody better to do it than my dear friend, Frankie. Now, as we go into this episode, I need you to understand that a lot of these topics, especially when it comes to... Racism can uh, it can be a sensitive subject, but it doesn't have to be um, because it's good that we have healthy conversations. And so, before you listen to the rest of this episode, just kind of prepare your mind and get it ready to be open-minded towards what God wants to do and what He wants to speak to you, and be able to reevaluate yourself and say, "Lord, help me to be what You created me to be. Help me to." to walk in what you've called me to be, because it's so important that we're doing that as the church. This will not just be another conversation about racism. This is going to be through the lens of the kingdom of God, and we're going to talk about uh, what how we need to be kingdom-minded rather than just culturally-minded, and that our number one focus needs to be on what is beneficial for the kingdom of God because we are representatives of him so guys thanks so much for tuning into the show this is going to be a really great conversation i know this stuff can get heavy but it did not we had a great conversation and i left feeling fulfilled and and just a better person because of it and i hope you stick around and listen to it because i believe it's going to help you too here's my dear friend frankie taylor thanks for tuning into the noteworthy podcast i'm your host nathan french let's go I'm so chill. I'm like a popsicle, bro. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, We should start the interview with that. (laughs) That's that's where it starts. (laughs)
1: I'm so chill, I'm like a popsicle. That's
0: hilarious. (laughs) That's great. Well, Frankie Taylor, how you doing, bro? I'm so excited that you're back on the podcast.
1: Nathan, I'm doing well, man. Thank you so much for the opportunity. I'm excited.
0: Man, and I'm not going to lie, Rachel and I are going into withdrawals because for y'all that are listening, Frankie and Karina were just in Georgia, just preached a revival for us, and we had a rehearsal for an upcoming event that we're ministering at together. And so, bro, we are missing you guys so much. Like, you need to come back.
1: (laughs) We're coming back, man. We got to come back soon. Come back.
0: Fun. We'll do some more fishing. We caught like twenty five fish. I mean, i not. I don't want to brag on the podcast. If not more. Yeah. But there <laughs> were like twenty five to to thirty fish. And so, bro, I'm so um, thankful to get to have this conversation with you today. And for those of you that are listening, while Frankie was here, we got to really have some really meaningful and healthy conversations about what's going on in our culture with the pandemic. Uh, there, I think there's two things that are overwhelming our culture right now, and one is the pandemic and this COVID-19 stuff, and then racism, and this uh, George Floyd stuff that's going on, and just so much that's going around in the culture, and I think that as, as ministers, uh, Frankie and I really were able to help each other and talk through this and bro I want you to know how much it meant to me uh, that you spoke into my life and helped me and you talked about how we need to be kingdom minded more than culturally minded even though it's important that we're sensitive to the culture it's more important that we're sensitive to the kingdom of God and what he needs us to do so I wanted to dive into this topic with you and for those of you that are listening you know Uh, I was just telling Frankie before the call started that this can be kind of a sensitive topic for some people, but it doesn't have to be when you're in the presence of God. So I want to encourage you right now, uh, before you listen to this entire episode, just take a minute and pray. Get your mind right, and it's going to help you through this conversation uh, and this time together. So I'm excited, bro. How has it been serving in ministry during the pandemic. Let's kind of jump in with that. What are some things your church is doing and that you're doing to connect with people in the pandemic right now?
1: Well, uh, again, thank you so much for having me on, Nathan. Uh, Our church, we we started as most churches, you know, in the middle of, of March, we started, um, trying to find ways to connect with everyone, with our, with, you know, different groups. Of course we have hyphen, right. Which is our young adult ministry. We have our youth ministry. We have, you know, our, uh, uh um, you know, just connecting with everyone else. Right? Uh, right. in the church, um, even our ladies, they, they even tried to find a way to, to, to stay connected with one another. And, and, uh, as a whole, we're trying to stay connected with the church. Right. And so, right. um, the first, the, uh, the first monday of the um the uh, first monday of the um quarantine excuse uh-huh. me quarantine yeah <laughs> we we uh we started a devotion series okay and that devotion series carried out for about 6 weeks and it was every single day wow we did uh, a devotion um and honestly it was very uh very helpful we tried to connect um, every single day with with both, you know, um, our uh, church and our, our groups. And so our, our ladies, they would meet on Saturday on Zoom. Uh, our youth would meet on Sunday nights in our hyphen. We would meet every Wednesday um, to have a devotion, something to connect. And so this has definitely been a challenge. It was a challenge. Uh, we're kind of getting used to some are burned out by now, but kind of getting used to it. Um, you know, staying connected sure. and using, utilizing the resources that we have. That you know, some may have thought that we, you know, like the, we have too much time on our phones, right? We have yeah. too much time right. on social media, and right. now we're utilizing the the thing, the very thing that was keeping us disconnected, to connect us, right? Wow, so hey, that's it's, good. It's been, it's actually been very surprising. Uh, how God has utilized the the very thing that we uh that was uh becoming a hindrance now it's becoming a connect point
0: now it's connecting uh, us
1: yeah absolutely
0: man he turned it around for us that's awesome now whoo ha- my goodness now <laughs> have you uh have you experienced like your church i know i know for example at my church we do and, and in georgia it's a little different cuz we're kind of you know coming out you know I'm coming out of this pandemic and we're, we're starting to see things change and God bringing us out of it. But we're, yeah. we're in like phase one and phase two and different churches are handling it differently. My church has been, you know, you just preached for us last Sunday. So you know that we have a pretty good amount of people that are coming back to church now. And, yeah. and, but have you experienced with your team like an online burnout Almost like, oh, yeah, because for that first few weeks, it was like, you know what? This is exciting. You know, there's exciting things happening right. and it's different. And I know for me that that being online so much, uh, we started to experience some burnout and trying to keep that excitement up. How did you overcome that, you know, that feeling of burnout? What were some things that you put in place uh, to kind of help you and your team through that?
1: Oh, that's a good question. Um, and, and I think a, a lot of it is kind of trial and error. I think we have never faced anything like this before, right? Not, right. No one, Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know, Nobody. especially the church. We're trying to find ways to uh, stay connected with people, uh, mm-hmm. give them that experience in their homes that, that they have had um, in a, you know, a physical church service. Right. right. And, and then, of course, you have your team that works every, every week, you know, we, we started going, you know, going live at first and then we had to uh, start pre-recording our services and then posting them for Sunday. But, you know, the, you know, the team and the groups that we were connecting with um, outside of our services, right? I mean, you, you can tell that they were burned out. You, I mean, you can, you can look at the, um, you can look at the, uh, the stats on mm-hmm. YouTube and on Facebook and, 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 you know, even our devotions, you, you were starting to see the numbers trickle down and we were trying to find ways to switch things up, you know, after a few weeks of doing the same thing, switching things up, right. there was uh, actually something that uh, a uh, pastor friend of mine, he actually invited me to, to be a guest uh, on their zoom call. Um, he did this for his team. He actually, every week, just to help his team from burning out. Um, I mean, I, we, you were using Zoom, right? So yeah. you know, it was kind of, kind of hard to keep them from burning out from from Zoom when they're already burned out. But you know, he had he was very intentional, and he had a meeting every Monday night where he had someone encourage the team and, and give them just a word of encouragement, something That's that good. they could that they could utilize because they've been serving 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 doing 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 and you know and and it's easy for us to just think that everyone else has just been receiving 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 and we've just been working so hard and so he he tried to give them something that they could they could have and so i really don't have an an answer uh which i thought it was amazing was incredible but i don't have an answer to that question directly but you know there is no right answer there you just have to find a way to to uh be intentional make a phone call let people know that you're there yeah you know you you care you love them i mean now that we're able to get out we're starting to to you know uh come together a little bit you know fellowship a little bit try to find ways to do things that can help us take our minds off of all of the 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 everything that we've been doing the the zoom calls the the going live this and and that and the other but it, it, it has definitely been a challenge, to say the least.
0: Yeah, it has been. And, you know, today is uh, today's a, an ex- a good example of that. You know, like I'm on call one of three that I need to right. be on today. You know, so we've got this call, and then well, then we've yeah. got a, a YMTE youth ministry training call. And then right. the reason I had to schedule that for six is because at seven is our AIM Youth Zoom call that we have every Thursday wow. night. So wow. that'll literally start right after that call and I think uh I think we just have to uh stay prayed up. I you know uh, I'm sure absolutely. I'm and sure that in in Matthew, Mark, Luke and John they had their own set of fatigue, you know, like when they had to preach yeah. somewhere they had to walk like 100 miles, 500 miles. You know, they have we all have different yeah sets of fatigue and ways that we had That's to it. overcome it and I think that that the number one key to doing that is just to, to staying close to God and praying that He'll That's give it. us strength and we have to be careful because you know sometimes we pour out we pour out right and then we feel like, oh no, I don't have anything else to give today And so we need to let God pour into us. Does that make sense like we're, there oh, has absolutely. to be a time where like for me to do it, I've had to make mourning uh, my devotion time, my prayer time, my time in the Word, because if I don't, I have nothing to pour out that day. And Absolutely. every day requires that. And that's one thing I love about you, Frankie, is that, is that, you know, one of the things I really respect about you and the privilege of getting to be close to you and seeing behind the scenes is that whenever you have something to do for God that day, you get up really, really early, and you take time for God to pour into you and pray, and so that you can pour out. and You just blessed our church on Sunday before it. You know, Frankie stayed at our house, and he was walking around our neighborhood at like five a.m. praying because God had something for him to do that day. So I love that about you, and I respect that about you. And uh, but what are some other things that you guys have faced? Besides just, you know, burnout is kind of a generalized term, but I know that there are more things that we face. Uh, What are some difficulties you faced in ministry in the last three months, and how did you guys overcome them?
1: That's a good question. And and to to speak to what you were saying a moment ago, you're absolutely right. Um, That was a perfect explanation. Uh, We do have to to stay connected to God. That's the only way that we can combat uh, burnout. But... um, some of the things that we that we were facing uh, was, and, and I, I would say, kind of would like to start with with the praise report. You know, we we were actually um, having things happen to us um, that we had never experienced before. This was our first time, um, you know, utilizing uh, um, uh, video ministry, if I if I want, if you can say that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um,
1: uh, utilizing media in that in that sense where we were going live or even pre-recording our services. And we started to see, you know at first, you know we had that challenge, right? We're trying to find ways to to you know have the experience that we have in a in a in a building full of people uh, with no one there that was huge. yeah huge challenge, big. man that's big and you know my pastor he he stressed to us that, you know what, this is not a program. This is not a production. We're going to have church. Yeah. And I think the struggle in that was trying to utilize, you know, what we did in our secret place with God, trying to to, to bring that out into an empty building. We had to, like, shut our minds off of that camera. We, we, we didn't focus on the camera, and we actually just started – you know, focusing on the fact that look, we have to have an experience that we've had by ourselves with God, and I think the the, the challenge for some would be if, if you don't know how to tap in, if you don't know how to to connect with God, you're you're gonna have a hard time uh, ministering to an empty to an empty building. Sometimes you gotta just prophesy into the atmosphere. Sometimes you just gotta worship like you would when you're all by yourself and having that connection with God, being you know being in a place where my pastor was like, yeah it's it's hard preaching to a camera. I've never done this before yeah. it's hard preaching to an empty building to an empty building i' I'm, I'm 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 even tired more uh, I'm even more tired mm-hmm. uh, now than I than I would be with preaching to people and I mean that's that's a challenge man that that's tough. But yeah, because our energy
0: feeds off yeah, of each other, you know, like when you're absolutely. talking to the congregation and you're worshiping right. and and so much happens with the people that are there, and that's that's how God designed the church to be, and so absolutely. we're having to fight past that, but
1: right. you,
0: your church has seemed to do it very well.
1: Well, I tell you what, it, it is. it has been, you know, it was a challenge in the beginning, kind of what I was saying a moment ago, to try to trigger your mind— Okay, look, we're having a church. We're we're mm-hmm. we're not just recording in a service. we you know, there were a couple of times where, you know, if you go back and watch a couple of our services, Pastor got up, and he and he said, you know, it was only because we were, we were struggling, trying to get things going. We have never done this before, right? So we're trying to make things happen. He got up and said, you know what, you know, we're, we're going to get outside of our program, and this is not a production. Let's sing Amazing Grace. You know, yeah. after yeah. the praise team at. Finish singing, you know. We're, we're trying to inject what we're feeling in in that building into someone's home two days, three days later. Right. You know what I mean. Right. And so um, that was a challenge. But the way that we that we combated that challenge and and that that you know that thing that we were facing was we uh, before our every time we, before we recorded we we kind of just explained to everyone, look, just worship. Mm-hmm. That's this is what we're here for. This is what we this is what we do. Let's just worship. Let's just focus. And I'm basically talking about our worship team. And and then, you know, because of course we started trickling it down to just the worship team and preaching and everything else. We kind of pre-recorded and put it into the service right. and and edited and so forth. And so we said, look, we're gonna have a worship experience. Let's let's just have worship and go straight from worship to preaching, so that we can have that same experience that we're gonna have right now. In our homes on a Sunday morning, right? And I'm telling you, bro, I would, I would wake up on Sunday and take my family into our, our living room, and we would literally feel the presence of God that we felt as we recorded in our homes. And I'm telling you, man, the the once we once we figured that out and said, you know what, we're just going to have church. We're not going to worry about trying to to make sure everything is perfect. We're not going right. to make sure that try to make sure that everything is is quote unquote. Um, um, you know the way that we think it should be. Let's just have church. And right. So right. Uh, with that, and, and I said this in the beginning, the, the the good news is that we started receiving a harvest that we didn't plant seed for. Ooh. People were calling into different districts. They were watching their services. They were in our town, and they be they began to to get a revelation. They began to have an experience in their living rooms.
0: My goodness.
1: From their services. And folks getting the holy ghost uh i to be baptized in jesus name calling the, these churches out of state hey can i get baptized hey well where are you from well i'm from this this city and they said well let me give a you know give a phone call to someone that i know in that town they'll call you know they'll call you know uh something like that happened and my pastor ended up being called and this young lady she is uh she was baptized in jesus name filled with the holy ghost she has been For the last six weeks having bible studies a part of our 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 first steps program she is part of our church now and this was a a seed that we didn't plant uh god is just the harvest is ready and we're here for it we got the the laborers out there you know going out there to get
0: the
1: to get the the fruit man And, and i'll tell you what this is happening all over the place and and we've had backsliders that have uh opened up their homes to their neighbors this is a true story man we have had a, had a, a, a backslider that gave me a call just recently she did, she had invited you know three of her neighbors to her home and they have been uh having church uh in her home watching our church services and a couple of her neighbors said hey we got a revelation we, we know what we need to do we want to be baptized in jesus name uh ex-drug addicts bro and and you know uh had a phone had a uh had a conversation with one of the one of the ladies on on, on you know on the phone and she uh, she began crying and telling me her testimony and 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 um, uh, she's going to be baptized next week in Jesus name and bro it, it, this is this is amazing this is like God taking what the enemy meant for evil and turning it out for our good and all that we have had to work and had to had to do all of the things that we had to do face these challenges right God is like look. There is something that I kind of needed to shake things up. Kind of had to get you guys out of your nest, out of your comfortable state. Right. And I, I'm I'm utilizing what has been a hindrance. Social media has been a hindrance to, to many, especially yes. with the, everything that has been going on with uh, this this racial tension. I'm utilizing this this thing to reach the world, bro. On Easter, there were over uh, I can't remember. I think it was two million. Churches that were online at the same time, wow. Um, Facebook, like, kind of shut down. If you if you remember, it was a big deal. Uh, some some people's uh, uh, some churches, their videos weren't being shown. Uh, but the whole world is hearing about Jesus right now. Yeah, uh, through social media, through YouTube, and God had to shake some things up uh, to to give us the opportunity to reach our entire world, bro. That's right. And we're we reaping the benefits of, of of things that we didn't even. Of, of see that we didn't even so we're, we're seeing things happen and, and we've baptized over ten people so far man, praise in the God. past few weeks. God is doing something in this time. That's and so it's, exciting! It's exciting times.
0: That's so cool, man. I I remember my pastor was struggling with the concept. Okay, we're gonna open up. Like when the governor said we could, we decided we were gonna have church again that first Sunday, and a lot of uh, a lot of churches weren't and still aren't yet but our church just made that decision and my pastor really prayed about it and it was so cool man because we baptized three people that first Sunday back and I thought to myself praise God that that we were here for this to happen and you know you and I both serve in in music ministry it's a very prominent part of our ministry and so you know I know you understand this but I had to pull my team you know we just got new cameras at my church and you know, they can do all the close-ups and everything. <laughs> so, you know, I would always tease them, you know, we might get a close-up of you today, you know. Right. <laughs> but I pulled them out and I said, you know, we need to shift our mindset That's it. Um, to where we're not ministering to the cameras because right. we're gathering here now, right? Because for so long we had to just minister to the cameras. Right. And, but Absolutely. now we're here, so here's what I want you to do as a worship team and as your worship leader I want you to focus on the people that are here now. Don't listen worry about the cameras because listen, from the feedback that I'm getting, people don't want to feel like church is in their home. they want to feel like their home is at church mm. like they want well, they want to feel like like of course our homes are a sanctuary right and we're turning them right. into churches that's amazing that's right but here but what I'm saying is when we started gathering back, we had right. to shift our mindset back, right? Okay, like right. what about the people that are in the building now? We're not just ministering to cameras anymore. We're right. ministering to to live bodies that are in this room and we need to right. focus on them and the people at home want to feel like they're in church. They Absolutely. don't want to feel like you're in their house. They want to feel like they're, they're at church. church. Yeah. And good. and so I told him I said if you will stop focusing on the cameras, and just focus on the service, it's going to benefit the live stream because they're going to feel like they're in church. What did they say at NAYC, bro? They said, listen, you guys, for those of you that don't know, Frankie and I and and Rachel got to serve on the NAYC team together last year, and what did they come tell us? There's going to be cameras everywhere. There's going to be lights everywhere. Here's what I want you to do. Don't worry about it, right? Right. Don't worry yeah. about it. Yep. Just have yep. church. Let God use you. There's going to be cameras literally ziplining over your head. Just yeah. just don't worry about it. And I think that's the mindset that we have to have. And I'm thankful for you, and I'm thankful for your leadership in this time and what's happening. And I feel like at Apostolic Tabernacle, uh, God has forced us to grow here in Jonesboro, Georgia. And we've had to learn uh, a lot of new things and God is helping us with that. Yeah.
1: Absolutely. Now
0: I I know that um that we could talk about the pandemic all day, but I I very intentionally want to shift our focus here and I want to talk a little bit about about racism and the church and what what the church needs to be during this time. Like it or not, our culture and our world is facing it and we yes. need to be able to minister to people Uh, no matter what the situation, no matter what the background, we have to be able to do this. So right when this COVID-19 started letting up just a little bit, right, we started seeing a little hope at the end of the tunnel. The tragedy of George Floyd paralyzed the nation. It was horrible. And racism has been the topic of discussion uh, even over pandemic in, in the last month since May. Right, And so you really helped me with a lot of healthy conversation and i wanted to give us an opportunity to kind of talk about it on the podcast and what is your take on racism and the church and how can we navigate these crazy times we're living in when it comes to being kingdom minded versus just culturally minded
1: well you know it's it's no no secret that we that racism is uh, it's obviously a sin and it's, it's something that we have as a country, uh, been dealing with for a long time. And, um, you know, I have, I have seen, you know, with my own eyes, uh, things that, that were done unfairly because of that, uh, you know, because of racism. And and so when it comes down to it, I think we, as the church, we have to, Respond differently. We we do need to be in, uh, uh, more sensitive, uh, and and obviously very intentional. Right. Um, I was talking to a friend of mine this morning. He was just telling me that, you know, he had uh, he had said something, and those of you from California know who this is. Very great guy. Um, he had said something, uh, and Eric didn't realize what he had said because he had only heard it being said that way his entire life and only repeated it because that's what he knew. He didn't know what to refer to uh, to black or African-American people. He didn't know what to refer to them, and so he he had uh, referred to uh, to to that community as color, and he mm-hmm. didn't realize what he was saying. He didn't know whether to say black, African-American, colored, and some would argue that, oh, well, maybe this is, you know, you know, no, everyone knows. Well, that's not true. Not everyone knows how to address certain certain, you know, certain cultures. And the the conversation of racism is very is it, it's, it's very delicate. Yeah. And yeah, it uh, is. Uh, it, it's a lot of people are fearful to even have that conversation. And I think as the church, when it comes to things that have happened in society like this, we have to as the church. We are. We we, uh, have a responsibility to stand for righteousness and against unrighteousness. Right. It doesn't take a wise man to look at that video and say that the policemen were wrong. Yeah. It was wrong. Mm -hmm. We have to call sin sin. Right. And we have to call that that was absolutely Absolutely. wrong. Absolutely. Yeah. If you justify that, I would say that you need to take a moment. And look yourself in the mirror, and say, what, "What's what's going on up here in my mind? On. Why yeah. why am I thinking this? Why is this okay to me? Why why does I mean because you know we also on the other side have to have to consider that you know we don't respond the way that the world does either. We 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 can't get so irate and upset at what happened, which absolutely we are. Uh, the Bible says to be angry and sin not." We are upset, you wow. know. Not yeah. just the black community, but everyone is upset. Our world is upset. Those yes, that have yep. a sound mind and those that love people and, and that have a heart for uh, for righteousness, we we are upset. We are we are upset. And so, um, however, we that doesn't mean that we go and loot and and you know uh, right. promote the things that the world promotes. Exactly. Um, some someone asked me, you know. Well, Brother Frankie, are you going to go and, you know, put on a Black Lives Matter T-shirt and raise it, raise your fist in the air and, and, and go and, and, and protest? And I said, well, that's not my job. Wow. That's not my job. Wow. My job, I Talk represent the kingdom. You know, we have to be careful not to approach the kingdom with a culture mindset. We cannot do what the world is doing. We can't. We can't go out so there good. and start protesting. We have. If we're going to do anything that that is that is going to uh, uh, quote unquote protest, why don't we? Why don't we start a prayer walk? Why don't we start going uh, uh, down to our community and bringing the church to the community and start being the church? Yes. Have a prayer meeting. Uh, uh, um. Have a have a have a, uh, uh, a unite. Uh, rally, or unity rally. Get bring people together.
0: Bring us and together. Start, Yeah,
1: and start being the church. You know, um, I, I I said something earlier, and I'm not sure if if, if it will be in the in the call, but you know, the Bible says that he that is born of flesh is flesh, he that is born of spirit is spirit. When I was uh, born again, born into the kingdom, uh, right, right. Obviously, I am a black man but I don't just represent the black community. I represent the kingdom of God. Wow. Um, I'm not just a black man. And so what I say and the way that I conduct myself, the way that I do things, I am promoting the kingdom of God. And if I Thanks start God. promoting my own agenda, what happens is you cause division on either side, because if you're not careful, careful with what you say, and of course you can, you can, you can, You can, you know, uh, voice your opinions on how you feel, but you've got to be careful. You have to remember the kingdom that you're representing. Yes. You are no longer representing the world. You are representing the kingdom of God. You are a child of God. The Bible yeah. says in Galatians, I, uh, Ephesians, excuse me. I've been crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live yet. Not I, but Christ lived in me Thank you, and Jesus. the life, which I now live in the flesh. I live by faith of the son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. I'm not my own. Thank I've been you. bought with a price it does matter what you say. Yes. So on whatever side that you are on, if you're hurt right now and you're, you're in the black community and you're, and you're like me and, and you have seen these things happen, uh, uh, I understand how you feel. I can actually say that, and, and, and you can say what you want to and get offended. I, I know how you feel. I've been black for 30 years. I know how you feel. I've had conversations with my dad where when I got my license, he had to tell me, son, you need to be careful. When you, if you get pulled over, make sure that you have your, your license and your registration and everything on the dashboard with your hands where they can see you. That's a conversation that I have to have with my father, and I hope I don't have to have with my son. And and, and so just because of the color of my skin, um, right. um, you know, you know, and so you can't tell me that I I, I I I don't know what I'm talking about. I've lived this thing. I know. However, I also know that there there is a a a a, a, a thing called uh uh. Well, let me let me just let me go then, ahead. So I got to calm down. I'm getting no, excited. No, go ahead. This is this so is good. Very, This is is very important to me, very important to me because we can get so upset at what's going on that we can lose our testimony just by simply going to Facebook and posting something out of a hurt spirit. We have to be careful. Nathan, you said this the other day that, you know, (laughs) my, uh, my, my character is my post. If I don't post something on social media, that doesn't mean that I don't care about what's going on. And yes, people do need to start speaking up. I, 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 Absolutely. I agree 100 percent. But we have to be careful that we are not satisfied with the social media post more than the content of someone's character. Mine Thank you, goodness. Nathan. Thank that you, came Lord. from you. We 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 need to not value social media more than character. You know, it, it, it does matter how someone lives their life and how someone portrays it. Look, man, you can lose your testimony on Facebook. Yes, it's you can. It's not worth it. If you don't have the right thing to say, please be careful what you post on Facebook. Man. Be careful uh, uh, what, what spirit is being portrayed on Facebook. And and we as the church, we have to promote the love of God. We have to promote unity of all cultures. We are one race. Yes. We all bleed the same. We are of the human race and we all bleed the same. And, and we have to we have to come together. We have to pray together. We have to show the world that we are the church.
0: Man, that's so good. That's so good, Frankie. And, um, man, I, I'm serious. I don't think I will ever forget the conversation we had driving in the car when, you know, you and your wife, Karina, and Rachel and I were driving down. And I think we do have to have healthy conversations about this with, with each other. I don't think it's something that we should just hold to ourselves. I think we need to be very careful what we put on social media but when it comes to our relationships, you know, you and I should be as friends. Goodness, I can't think of... Yeah. Of, of, I mean, you are the dearest friend I can imagine. You know, I can't, I can't fathom having a better, better friend. And how horrible would it be if we couldn't sit down and have this conversation? And it's important that we do have this conversation. And when you told me that you know, I'm not a representative of the culture. I'm a representative of the kingdom. That shifted my whole mindset, and it helped me as a youth pastor to understand that we need to make sure that we don't fall into peer pressure and fall into the pressure of the culture and leave the kingdom behind and stop representing the kingdom of God and what it needs to be and what we need to represent. You know, uh, if you guys know me and Frankie we like preach little sermons at each other all the time and we're always, you know, bouncing ideas off of each other because uh iron sharpens iron and Absolutely. so we we do that. He's a friend that, you know, we we run our messages by each other and our notes by each other. And Frankie is a phenomenal preacher. I know a lot of you listeners probably know him as a as a worship leader and he does that with excellence, but he is a phenomenal preacher of the Word of God, and he communicates things so well. And we were talking when he was here over a cup of coffee. We drank a lot of coffee while he was here, and we had a lot of conversations. My Lord, we're drinking it right now. Praise God. But, uh, <laughs> you know, hallelujah, praise break. But uh, I'll tell you, Joseph's coat was, it was described as beautiful, and it tells us it's beautiful. It doesn't give us descriptions of it. The only description to its beauty was that it was a coat of many colors. Many
1: colors. Yes, that sir.
0: was the description of its beauty. And when when Joseph's brothers became jealous and they sold him into slavery, the Bible says they dipped that coat in blood to deceive the father. But that, that coat was a gift from the father. Yeah. And I thought, it, it was like the Holy Ghost hit me, bro, when we were there talking, that wow. the moment that the blood hit that coat, was yes. it was a hard time for Joseph, but that's when he walked into his destiny, that's and it. he never could have been uh, who he was and risen to prominence like he would at the right hand of Pharaoh, and, and, and gone to Egypt and seen all these things, and... Become so powerful in what he was called to do, if right. that coat hadn't been dipped in that blood, and That's so it. it is with the church. Revival happens when the blood covers many colors. When we That's when it. we apply huh. the good. blood of Jesus to to many colors, that is when we begin to step into our destiny as the church, and the reason. My goodness, Frankie, you're getting me going now. This is good. The reason, this is good. are you ready for this? Come on. <laughs> the reason anyway. the reason that they became jealous is we because Joseph had a dream. My goodness. Ooh. I have a dream. <laughs> and when he had a dream, people began to be jealous of him. His brothers began to be jealous of him. But listen, people's jealousy and hatred and and all of the things that came against him could not stop destiny when blood hit those colors my oh. goodness, my goodness that 's what yeah, i 've been feeling, good. bro like our church we need to be a we need to be multicultural churches, we need to be Absolutely. promoting revival, Absolutely. and Absolutely. we have to be able to judge each other by the content of our character, you know, like Frankie. I love you because of who you are as a person and a child of God. And and that is the way it should be. And you and I... Ha- goodness it's almost like we live in parallel universes and you and I are extremely similar in so many ways but we also have our differences and your differences uh, are another reason why I love you and you love me and we have a relationship how boring would life be if we were all exactly the same color and the same That's personality it. and the same yes, ethnicity sir. it would yes, be sir. the boringest existence of all time and so mm-hmm. I just I feel this bro I'm thankful wow. for you I'm um, you know God God. God has elevated you in this season of your life, and he's using you as a voice in this generation, and I'm thankful that you're speaking up and that you're not just taken to social media, but you're living the life of character that it it takes during this time, And, and I know it's been a challenge, and I know we've had to work through things together, but I want you to know that I'm thankful for you during this time uh bro do you do you feel anything you have anything else you want to say about that
1: that was good that was powerful um you know i think one of the things that we that we have to do and i think a lot of people can get offended by some of what i said um we 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 have to be careful with what we how we think we have to bring our, our thoughts uh you know, into captivity. We, we we gotta we gotta kinda find a way to to make sure that we're not thinking, you know, things that are going to uh, cause us how about this, that is gonna harm our spirit. My goodness. I'm telling you, it's very important. I mean you 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 gotta take I mean someone had uh told me earlier this week that they had said something, you know that I didn't find racial at all, but someone else had taken it out of context and they they found a way to make it uh racial and, and and they were offended. And my word, I'm like, we've gotta find a way to get whatever is up here in our in our mind. We 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 gotta start thinking uh thinking on on things that are that are good, that are lovely. I know you know that scripture. Whatever is a good uh, a good report, we have to think on those things. We have to think on those things that can help us uh, get to a place where we are able to uh, we, we are able to uh, um, move forward. And you, we can get so stuck thinking about the negative yeah. that we don't have any solution on how to get to a, to the positive. And oh, we can goodness. just stay there, stay there. Uh, I, I'm just. I'm just praying that people are careful uh, during this season. I hope I'm making sense. Uh, you are. I, I really do. That's um, so good
0: because because it is it is a, a a trick of the enemy to try and get in our minds to divide us. And absolutely. you know, I, for those that listen, you know, I'm a youth pastor here in Jonesboro, Georgia. Have a very diverse, multicultural group of students that i serve as youth pastor over and i told them i said listen you know from the beginning uh goodness from the beginning of our youth pastor very first year we became family when you became my student we became family and you can come to me i've had students of all ethnicities come to me and, and open up about things that they're dealing with because they know I'm a part of their family and they that's know it. that they can come to me and I told them I said listen don't let the devil play tricks with your mind right that's now that's it don't and, let use and you. if if you are struggling with something and if you find offense, then you need to be willing to come. Don't let it get you bitter, but come and talk to me about it. And I had I've had two or three students reach out to me and say, Brother Nathan, I'm dealing with this this hurt right now. And because yeah. they didn't stay in their room mad and That's get it. bitter, we were able to resolve that and have that right. conversation. Youth pastors, whether you're white, black, Hispanic, uh, red, yellow, gray, blue, I don't care what you are, you have to be available for your students to That's have right. these conversations. You know, I'm, I'm teaching tonight to our youth group, if peace is possible, choose peace. Because right. there's that scripture in Romans 12 and 18 where Paul was saying, he's talking about peace, right? Because we love, we love this line. You ready for this, Frankie? It yes. says, live peaceably with all men. With all men yeah. but get this it doesn't start with that it starts mm-hmm. with if peace be possible live peaceably with all men because when people get something in their mind
1: that's it in their when, mind. when they that's come
0: it. to you with division then Paul's saying you know Paul Paul says in Acts he says if the house is worthy right? then go to that house. But if the house is unworthy, shake the dust off of your feet and go to the next city. And so 90%, I I would say 99% of the time, Paul said, if peace is possible, you need to go that route and you need to be the bigger person. But the 1% that comes to you with bitterness and anger and refuses to have peace in their life, you can't let that hinder your ministry and hinder what God has called you to do. If peace is possible... Then always choose peace. But for those that say, you know what, I'm just going to be mad. I'm just going to be mad all the time. And I'm not going to have the conversation that I would say that 1%. You know, we have to be willing to say, listen, when you're ready, let's talk. But right now, I'm going to focus on this. We love to talk about that one, but what about the 99?
1: That's it.
0: What about these 99 that are over here that need a shepherd? And they need somebody to help yeah. them. I, I've got to shift my focus That's onto it. them. So I love that you drew attention to the mind because it's huge right now.
1: This is what Paul said in Philippians four and eight. You know, he said, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are of a good report. If there be any virtue, Nathan, and if there be any praise, yeah. think on those things. Think on that. That is the problem that we're having today. We're we're watching the news we're mm. looking at social media we're hearing man i'm gonna my get in trouble for this go we're, we're hearing social media preachers uh that are that are saying things it, it if it don't line up with the word of god my, my. and if it don't line up with the spirit of god Help us. man listen you need to be careful if if they are preaching hate the bible says that god is love yeah you got to think on whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure. I don't care on what side of the fence you're on. Uh, um, you know, you have to think on whatsoever things are lovely. You you got to get yourself to where you meet smack dab in the middle. Yes. If it's if, if it's if it's right with God, then it's then it should be right with you. My dad used to say say uh, say this. He used to preach this all the time. Don't get bitter, get better. Ooh, if wow. if you are stuck in a in a rut where you're playing victim or you're in a rut where you're justifying wrong, you need to get rid of that stinking thinking and get better. You have to get better. You you have to choose peace. You have to choose love. You have to, it's a decision that you have to make. You have to choose the things of God. And if you don't, that could cost you heaven. My goodness. And that, that's something that I'm not willing to give up.
0: Help us, Jesus. I'm
1: not to give up heaven for anything.
0: Yeah. I won't give it up. Man, that's so good, Frankie. That's so good. I thank, I thank God that we've been able to talk about this today, and it's important that we do. And I pray for those of you that are listening that um, you might need to open up your mind a little bit open yes, up sir. your heart a little bit and and look inside and say lord help me to be what you've called me to be and god's going to help yes, us sir. now frankie i um i i would i would be remiss if we were not to talk about your new single before this interview has come to its completion Uh, because, (laughs) because I'm telling you this new single and I'm not going to give away any details because these are your details and I'm going to allow you to tell what you want to tell, but you've got a new single coming out pretty soon. And I want us to tell us a little bit about this song. And tell us about, you don't have to give away too much if you don't want, but just tell us about it because it's about to go down. And I want the hearers, I want the podcast listeners to feel like they heard something early on because not everybody knows about this and it's about to go down. So tell us about it.
1: Well, by this time, I'm pretty sure that you've heard that uh, my new single from my live recording, In Control Live. Is going to be out on July fourth. It's called More Than Amazing. My. So July fourth, when you're cooking your hamburgers and your hot dogs and you're and you're celebrating our our uh, our country's holiday, just know that you can turn on your on your phone and your device. You can you know you can go to uh, iTunes, you can go to Apple Music, you can go to Google, you can go to Spotify or wherever you know you you listen to music to or listen to it at and play this song it's called more than amazing and uh I, let me tell you it's a song that that you can you you can you know praise God to and you can dance to a little bit you can have church to this song yeah. this song is is going to get your foot tapping a little bit get your hands clapping a little bit and uh, get you a little bit excited because uh <laughs> it's just one of those songs man it's just Straight you know I, really? I am i am so grateful to have I had the opportunity to co-write this with Nathan French, my friend. <laughs> my and he's gonna be real bashful. But he called me one day and he was like, Frankie, man, I actually I think it was a voice memo. He's like, Hey man, I, I got this I got this uh, The song in my head, this line in my head, I will lift my eyes to the hill. <laughs> I was like, Oh yeah, we gotta use that. We gotta do something with I that. was at Starbucks, and, bro, bro <laughs> and I was
0: I was at Starbucks and I was in the corner. You know how Starbucks can get kind of quiet sometimes, Yeah. you know? So I'm in the corner. I've got my phone up like this, and I'm singing it real quiet. I'm like, dadam, 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 I will lift my eye. And I was singing these crazy little voice <laughs> notes. And I remember people looking at me like I was crazy, but I'm like, I've got to send this to Frankie right now. And so voice memos, listen, songwriters, you better this, get a hold of that voice memo absolutely, app.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. And Let me tell you something. This this was the hardest song that I've ever had to write in my entire life. Wow! I sent it to to my producer, and he was like, "All right, bro, let's see what we can do." <laughs> so he he put something to it, and for months I did not complete this song. I went, flew out to uh, to uh, Georgia, flew out to Atlanta for
0: uh, Hallelujah. Woo. <laughs> oh, goodness. for uh,
1: for the Exalt concert at Apostolic Tabernacle, and of course, this is Nathan's Church. And uh, I was sitting at Nathan's table at, in his home, and I was showing him what I had so far for for the vamp. And he didn't he didn't like it too much. I mean, he didn't say nothing about it, but that's how I knew he didn't like it too much. I was like, "Yeah, I got to rewrite this vamp, man. This thing is not it's not good, man." So <laughs> I got on the plane, and uh, I went from uh, you know flew from from Atlanta to uh, uh, Carolina, South Carolina, I believe. And once I got there, um, I was like, "Man, I got to finish this song." It was Sunday, or no? It was it was Wednesday, the day before Thanksgiving. The next week was the live recording. The song had not been finished yet; it was not completely. And so I'm sitting on the plane. I'm like, dude, what what in the world am I going to say? And I started thinking about the song, right? I started thinking about what the song was saying, and you know, um, and I, you know, the song is talking about Jesus, talking about giving, you know, talking about how awesome God is, and uh, I was like. I was sitting there on the plane. I was sitting in the middle seat, very uncomfortable. And uh, the, the two guys next to me, they probably thought I was crazy, too. But I was like, I looked Ty. I love, <laughs> couldn't find nobody. Like, Jesus. Like, oh, that's it. Woo, and they were, I was woo. like, oh, my bad, guys. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> A little I praise was break. Yeah, man, I was excited. So I wrote it down. And then I took out my phone. And, and I, literally, I still have this memo. <laughs> I kept the memo. And I was like, man. I like, dude, I I gotta record it. So I'm on the airplane. I look tired. I look a little. Couldn't find nobody. Oh, like Jesus. Jesus. And so, you know, I'm 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 trying to record it. And, and I'm having to explain myself. Sorry, guys. I'm writing a song. Just just you know, just bear with me. And I, I I couldn't. You know, I couldn't. You know, could not Ten do it. Ten right? people
0: receive Holy Ghost forty thousand feet <laughs> above the earth. <laughs>
1: So so when I got home, man, I, I, I sent it to Nathan. I sent it to Axel, my producer. And I was like, yo, I think we got it, man. I think we got something here. And uh, uh, Axel was like, this is it, bro. Let's go. This, this is it. So we, we recorded it with the choir on Sunday uh, after Thanksgiving. And then um, that night, Axel sent me something, You know, uh, you know, <laughs> changed the music and everything. And he was like, this is it. So the day before rehearsals, we started rehearsing on Monday, we finished the song finally. So it was, it was tight. It was crazy. But this song is fun. This song you can sing in your church. um, You can sing in your car.
0: And it Uh, turned out as your single. How cool is that? It
1: it did. It, it, it's actually, you know, we were, at first we were calling it the Ugly Duckling because it was like, I don't know what to do with this song. (laughs) I have no idea what to do with this song, but I like it. I like the feel of it. And, and, and. No, listen, me.
0: <laughs> no no, listen i get it, it was, like like it was like i really had only cool. written like the verses like everything else so for you guys listening oh. all the really 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 cool catchy parts that's wow. frankie and the the kind of cool like get ready it's coming that that was me so all the fire comes from frankie and i send a little rain cool oh, it down man. a little bit <laughs> But uh I got to warn these. Can I give them a little warning because yeah. on July 4th. Well, first of all, did you know Rachel and I released our very first album on July 4th? I don't know if you knew I that. I did
1: know that, and I just didn't I didn't realize it until right now. That's awesome. July 4th. Oh, it's cool.
0: a good release day. Um it's a great release day. People are out and about. They're ready. Yep. They're ready to go. But I just want to warn you guys as you're getting your your brats and your hot dogs and your your steaks ready. Woo! my goodness. I feel a word right now. As you're preparing the hamburgers, (laughs) as you're getting them ready, I want you to know that when you turn this song on, standing out by your grill, you may need to make a path and say, neighbor, I want you to step on a side because I got to move right now. You know, (laughs) because this song, man, this song... If there's one thing I know I'm not a scientist But if there's one thing I know That's scientifically true It is physically impossible To stand still When listening to More Than Amazing By Frankie Taylor Because it is gonna groove And you're gonna get your praise on And guys I'm so honored and excited To get to kind of Share that news with you On the podcast First By the time it comes out On Sunday I'm sure you'll know Some more about it But bro I'm so excited About your new album All 10 songs are going to change the world. And I feel so honored and privileged to be a little part of it. And I feel honored to, to be your friend, bro. I really do. And, uh, Lord, help me not to get emotional, but I'm very thankful for you. And I'm thankful that God allowed us to cross paths at NAYC so that we could have this relationship and help each other through Praise God. the Lord knew that I needed yeah, you as a friend because he saw yeah. what was coming. And wow. I thank God uh, that I have you through this time. My goodness, right now, Frankie's about—that's about,
1: that's the word—he's
0: about wow. to dance right now. But, bro, I want to—I want to close out with this. I want to give you the last word. In uh, the midst of so much discouragement, there's a lot of canceled events. Um, there is oh, yeah. one event that has not been canceled, and that is YMTE, which is the Youth Ministry Training Event. And uh, Rachel and Frankie and I and many others are going to get to minister together at that event in worship, and that's coming up on August 6th and 7th. I hope you guys, if you serve in youth ministry, you need to go register and you need to go attend this event in St. Louis. But there's a lot of camps, you know, that have been canceled, our our camps here in Georgia. uh, All of them, youth camps, family camp, they've been canceled. Uh, And what just advice and encouragement would you leave with our listeners to don't be discouraged, stay the course. Yeah. And uh, what would you leave with us during this season that we're in in our culture?
1: Well, and Nathan, thank you for having me on today. I really appreciate the opportunity. Um, uh, I hope I have shared my heart today and that you all understand uh, where where I'm coming from and and, and I think that uh, it is so important that in this time we need to connect intentionally connect with people Uh, for those of you that gave me phone calls. uh, And, and, you know, I don't want to put your names out there, but I just want to tell you, thank you. Uh, Those that have called and uh, checked up on me and, and just because you're connected with me and you're my friend and you love me, you, you called and said, look, I may not look like you. I may not understand what you're going through. I may not know what your, what your, uh, uh, your culture is, you know, your, your, excuse me, your ethnicity is dealing with, but i feel your i can feel your pain and i stand with you i i just want to say thank you to all those that made that phone call i love you i appreciate you but i i I want to encourage everyone to take time to reach out to somebody and connect with them in prayer and let them know that you're with them it don't matter who they are uh, um, uh, just let them know that look we we are the church and we have to stay connected we have to stay together um, there is so much division, so much just, just, I mean, my goodness, this unity going Jesus. on in our world right now, we need to connect with one another and we need to let one another know, look, if I didn't post something on social media, it's not, not, you know, not because I didn't, didn't, you know, I, I, I I'm not with you. No, I'm with you. I love you. I'm, yeah. I stand, we're, we're in this together. Together. Send yeah. someone a, a word of encouragement and I, I know that we all say that we pray, but I would encourage that you pray until you feel that something has happened. Mm. Don't just pray and say, Oh, God, touch us, keep us, help us. Pray until you pray and, and touch heaven. Pray until you 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 know that something happened in the atmosphere. We had our prayer meeting in our community. And uh one of the brothers in our church, brother David Elliott, I love him dearly. He's one of he's uh one of uh, one of our older um, gentlemen in the church, uh, he's full of faith. He said, "Brother Frankie, when when we pray, he said, I, I believe that God is going to cause an earthquake to happen. There's something going to shake in our city." And I tell wow. you what, he said, check director sc- director scale um, at 6:30. We did. There was a 5.7 earthquake. Oh, I guess. Something happens when you pray, and I I just want to encourage you to pray until something happens in your world something happens in your uh uh, um, in your family in in your church uh stay connected we have to unify we cannot uh uh, be be uh uh, separated at this time we have to connect and that is just my word of encouragement touch heaven y'all touch heaven and let god do something here on the earth that is going to forever change our world i love you i appreciate you uh thank you all uh for the opportunity and thank you nathan in
0: Jesus' name. Man, I love you, Frankie. Would you pray over us right now as we close Absolutely. out? Let's pray.
1: Father, we love you today. We thank you for this opportunity, Lord, to, to share, Lord, our heart today. God, I pray that you touch each and every listener, that you give them, Lord, a, a, a heart, Lord, that is, that, that is longing, God, for the things that you're longing for. Lord, let, let our hearts, Lord desire think that you desire lord we want our world to be changed we want to see revival here on the earth lord let your glory be revealed in this time lord where we are dealing with uh, a great chaos lord but god you you know god you knew all of this you saw all of this before it even happened god lord i pray lord that you imparted to your church lord a love for people like never before, God. Impart. And to your church, God, a, a desire to see uh, your kingdom come here on the earth, Lord, as it is in heaven. We love you today, God. Lord, let your peace reign forever in our hearts and our minds and our spirit And We give you the glory amen. in the name of Jesus.
0: In Jesus' name, amen. Frankie, I'm so thankful for you, man. And um, this is this is call one of two for us today. We're going to be on a call later today. <laughs> Frankie and I are blessed to, to get to keep up with each other a lot. But I want you to know that this this public forum, this opportunity for you to minister uh, to us, it means a lot that we got to do this today. And I love you, bro. You mean the world to me. And uh, you, greet the family. Tell Karina we love her. We miss her. And uh, we love you, bro. Thanks for being on the podcast today.
1: Love you, bro. Tell the family I said hello. Talk to you guys soon. I'll do it. God bless. Love you, man.